Welcome to the Kingsman Podcast, brought to you by ACF Forge Men's Ministry. In this podcast, we dig into the Bible using SOAP notes. Now, SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. A great way to get a little more out of your daily study. So let's dive in and see what God's got for us. Welcome back. Today around the table, we got uh, Johnny and Brandon hanging out. Dan's dealing, not dealing, he's at a hockey game. So he's his kids got a game today, and so that's, you know what? priorities, you, man. You gotta go 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 to the kids' hockey game. That's a that's a big one. So Dan's off uh, enjoying a hockey game. Oh yeah, what better way to spend a Saturday? So I'm a little jealous. <laughs> NHL's kicking off, so I'm happy. Everyone's all like, oh, yeah. Uh, everyone's kind of you know winding down from football, and I'm just getting ready to gear up. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. So. I must say, I didn't grow up being a hockey fan, but over the years, I've started getting a better and better liking for it. So mm. I'm planning to to watch several games this season. So there you go. Oh yeah, you got predators that are should be looking all right this year. So oh, yeah, I mean. yeah. I kind of so I grew up in Tennessee, lived in Texas, so I kind of pay attention to the stars and the uh, predators. Gotcha. Um, I can't say I'm just as big a fan as like I am in a football, but mm. I'm starting to get there. I really getting like it. it. So nice. And I bet I'll be a bigger fan of the Seattle Kraken. Well, obviously, uh, everyone should be a fan <laughs> of Seattle Kraken. I mean, this is a Seattle Kraken. So, all right. So, where are we at today? We are in First Peter five seven, which is casting all your anxieties anxieties on Him because He cares for you. That's out of the ESV version. Yeah. Why don't you start us off? What was your uh, your observation on this? All right, so for me, uh, when I got thinking about that verse, I had to tie in. Uh, it just kind of flowed in my brain, uh, the the verse before it, number six, and it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. And then mm. it carries on into casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And the reason I guess that I uh, started thinking along those lines was because I started thinking about casting all my anxieties on him, which is wisdom. Uh, that's true. And because he cares for us, he loves us. That's also another another big thing that I think some people have trouble with because they think of God and, you know, the mighty God that created the universe. And uh, some people uh, don't truly understand the salvation and judgment that's involved with him. And so they kind of fear him, I think, a little bit and see him as a standoffish figure. Hmm. Uh, but when you see that love and remind yourself of that love, that love like a father has for us, um, it so much deepens that relationship that we have with him. But with all of that, my thinking was flowing through that with that love and that casting all your anxieties on him. It's kind of, I think, easy, at least for me, to stop right there and kind of treat him as, uh, he's my father, I'm going to go ask him for $20 for a night on the town, like I did when I was a teenager. Mm, you know? yeah. uh, but an important part of that is like that humble ourselves and come to him in humility and that in order to truly, um, I'll, you know, speak briefly about my experience. I, I have a problem with anxiety and I've struggled with it for years. And so early on, when I first became a Christian, that's one of the things that led me to God, you know, hmm. uh, was that anxiety. I don't know if I would have come to him as easily without any, that anxiety. And so uh, in a way, I kind of thank him for that anxiety because that was one of the things that brought me to him. Uh, but at the same time... Um, 
I came to him as like, a, I, I need healing from this anxiety, right? What can you do for me? I mm. guess, does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so as I started learning and I started having some close uh, Christian brothers and sisters that taught me and um, it was like, I have to come to him in humility. There's a problem with me. Uh, and we get into concepts of sin and, and what's wrong with their lives and things like that, which a lot of people don't like to talk about these days. But yeah. coming before him in that humility, knowing that I'm not perfect and that I can't have uh, control over everything and that uh, he's God and that I need to remove myself from the center of the story, that selfishness, yeah. and be willing to humble myself and put myself in God's story and not ask God to come into Johnny's story. To me, that was key to casting these anxieties on him and to really, truly get a sense of peace because uh, God meets you where he's at and or meets you where you're at. Where you're so, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when you first come to him and you have those anxieties, he'll meet you there and he'll soothe a lot of them. But in truly, to truly grow in him, uh, for me, it was just that humbling myself and getting rid of that egotism and selfishness and making everything about me and trying to control everything and just come to him uh, basically on your knees and just, mm. you know, almighty God, help me on everything. Not just the problem I'm worried about today, but even the problems I don't want to admit to. Yeah. And so that's given me a lot of healing in, in various things I've faced over the years, everything from struggling with pornography to um, getting better in my finances to trusting him in relationships. It's uh, for me, that humility was key. And so that's kind of what I took out of all the observation was just linking those two together. Hmm. That's really good. So I, I also honed in on, um, on verse six with the humility. What I saw was, is it saying you can't truly cast your cares on him if you're not humbling yourself before him. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I thought about a king. You know, if you're in a, you know, like an earthly king, not, not, you know, heavenly father, the king, not a king in that sense, but a mm-hmm. king, an earthly king. And if you are not truly, if you're as a subordinate, if somebody who's living in the town under a king, if you're not truly humbling yourself underneath that lordship, underneath that king, you can't truly put your cares into him. There's always going to be this little animosity. There's always going to be this little, oh, I could do it better. There's always going to be this little bit of mm-hmm. something in there that really doesn't let you truly casting that anxiety away, casting those fears, casting your cares, whatever you, you know, whichever version or whatever you're looking at it is. Mm-hmm. So humility goes hand in hand with it. And I think we've talked about it before of the, the whole thought of hum, uh, anxiety it, uh, uh, control breeds anxiety. Hmm. So if you're submitting yourself and you're humbling yourself before, before God, that breeds that relationship that breeds that, the trust that's with him. And he's going to walk with you through that. Not that he won't before, but you will you will be more aware of him walking you through oh, yeah, that. You'll feel it more. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I sometimes wonder if we as Americans in our Western culture today maybe struggle with humility a little bit more than, you know, people used to live under a king. And so they had that definite um, uh, relationship. Hey, you're the king. I'm the subject. But as Americans, you know, our entire philosophy is built on we're all 
equals, you know, and mm-hmm. I wonder sometimes if that uh, affects our relationship with our Heavenly Father. You know, we still have that somewhere down in our gut. Uh, I wonder if that gets in the way of having that true humility, that mindset. You know, he's not, I guess, he's not our president. He's not our mayor. He's mm-hmm. not our, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that may be maybe there's, a there's cultural a, obstacle yeah, in the way. Yeah, that underlying, um, that underlining belief that whoever's above me has to do something for me. Mm. I vote my president in. He has to do something for me. Oh yeah. Hmm. And just think if a president or mayor or anybody came up to us and said, humble yourselves. And it's like, what? Mm. Who do you (laughs) think you are? (laughs) So have weird things happening. Like people storming a Capitol building. Oh yeah. What? (laughs) That never happened in America. (laughs) But yeah, Mm. I sometimes think, I mean, if, if I'm really honest in my heart of hearts, uh, you know, I'm patriotic. I grew up loving our country and the principles that it was founded upon. But, you know, I sometimes wonder in my relationship to God, the God who made everything, if that sometimes I view him sometimes as a president more than a king, hmm. and if that gets in the way of my humility. And I think it does, actually, if I'm hmm. honest with myself. So I wonder how this changes the look of this from out of the message, that same passage. So be content with who you are and do not put on airs. God's strong hand is on you. He'll promote you at the right time. Live carefree before God. He is most careful with you. Oh, that's good. I love the message version. I, I, do too. Like- <laughs> I really do too. Just has a, a different way of just of bringing something out a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, there's so many, there's some contrasting things in there, I feel like, right? Be content with who you are. We don't like to do that. You know, don't put on airs. Don't pump yourself up, mm-hmm. which again, we all do. And then it says, God's strong hand is on you and then live carefree. And he says, you know, promote you. He'll promote you at the right time. But then the next part of that is live carefree before God, the strong hand and live carefree. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like as a human, as, a, as mankind, we look at those two things together. Mm-hmm. Like if a strong hand is on me, that means I'm being oppressed. Oh yeah. And we don't like oppression. Just naturally, it does not go well with man mm-hmm. as a human. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right next to it, live carefree before God. I think without that strong hand, you can't live carefree before God. Without God's guidance, without his control, without his, well, his work on you, mm-hmm. you're always going to have that the anxiety of, am I doing it right? Oh yeah. Especially as you're starting out in your Christian walk. If you're, if you're a new Christian, there's this, the thought of, well, I have to be doing this. I have to be doing, I got to go to church. I got to go to, you know, read the Bible. I have to pray. I have to do all these things. Again, that legalistic kind of look of it. And you're not really living carefree before your father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that is a good connection because I think a lot of people have an idea that they become saved and then poof, you're good Mm. to go live the life. Right. And God's strong hand is going to be with you forever, all the time. And he's always going to be guiding you and have that hand on you. And I think, um, I think I'm thinking as I go here, actually, Mm. but you know, I think that does come back to humble ourselves because I think we're used to. We grow up under our parents, but eventually there comes a time when you turn 18, 21, 
2632. <laughs> but you go out on your own, and you're a standalone adult then, right? Right. But for God, as Christians, we have to have the humility to admit that we're never going to be able to stand alone apart from God. Mm. And so his strong hand on us, it's not oppression. We need that. Mm. And it's not like a human parent or president or king strong hand. It's God our Father, our Heavenly Father's strong hand. And we actually need that uh, on us in order for us to prosper. And if we're humble enough to accept that fact then we live so free and and peaceful. And I think for, I would say, my majority of us, that's a lesson that we're continually having to remind ourselves about, Mm. at least for me. I like that. And so with that strong hand, we are able to be carefree, I guess. So, yeah, that's a good connection. And and even more than just carefree, being able to be used to the fullest. Mm -hmm. So my daughter, for Christmas, she got her first pocket knife. Oh, nice. Big deal. She's been good wanting dad. this. Yeah, right? You're you know. Dad. <laughs> End of the story. I just want to pump myself up on that one. <laughs> um, no, she's been asking for a while. I want a pocket knife. I want a pocket knife. So we finally got her a pocket knife. Now comes the teaching her how to use the pocket knife part of it, right? Mm-hmm. So when she first, when I first got that open and she was holding it, she's just barely holding it with just the tips of her fingers and just so concerned about how to use it. And I'm like, hold on to that knife control that knife hold mm-hmm. that knife strong and firm grab onto that because if you're if you don't it that's when you're gonna have a problem it's not gonna be able to mm-hmm. cut like it's gonna need to you're not gonna be able to control the knife like it needs to and you're probably gonna cut yourself so there's something to that hold on to that um, control that hold it firmly that firm hand you know if if we don't let and I mean, if that that knife all of a sudden was fighting her firm hand and was trying to get out of Man, that's just going to cause a problem, right? Mm-hmm. It's a horrible analogy, but that's what came to my head. <laughs> no, no, it makes perfect sense. You know, you got to um, harness it, you know, the right way. Yeah, and and when we're fighting against that, when we're fighting against what our perceived oppression is of a strong hand of God putting mm-hmm. His, you know, not doing our will. Man, we just end up reckless. We end up doing things that cause stress in our lives. We do things that cause hurt and pain in our lives, mm-hmm. which leads back to these anxieties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, carrying that knife analogy a little further, Will, uh, my son, he's uh, almost 18 now, but when he was younger, almost Ella's age, I got uh, him a knife. And so I always taught him, tried to teach him about knife safety. Well, several years later, I was taking down Christmas lights and I just stabbed my hand. And mm-hmm. I didn't even know you had arteries in your hand, but you got a little bitty artery oh, yeah. down there and oh, it yeah. sprays blood when you yep. cut into it. So <laughs> I had to go get stitches and everything. So I told him, ah, I was just giving you a demonstration of, of you know, proper <laughs> knife handling. And he was like, well, I didn't really need that demonstration. But you know what it was, was I just got careless and I'd use knives a lot myself and I just did not take the proper care. And I think in the Christian life, even for experienced, mature Christians, sometimes the temptation is like, we got this. Mm. I mean, I'm, okay, I got God in the big things, but this little thing over here, I, I got it. And, mm. and so when, when you do that, you stab your hand. Yeah. So. so my application, kind of tagging off of that, was slow down in the whirlwind of my anxieties and surrender my fear. Mm. I think in the, the whirlwind, the busyness, the craziness, and the, the everyday little things, we tend to hold on to our fears and our anxieties, and, and we want to control them. Mm-hmm. We don't want to surrender them. It's all back to that control. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I had a similar application. And it was just basically remember his power 
and uh, and then just humble myself and and give up my uh, basically my pride. And I remember it's kind of funny. I was you know there. Uh, every once in a while, I still do. I'll think, uh, you know, I'm not prideful. I'm doing pretty good with this humility thing. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I just lost it. <laughs> oh, that's and awesome. so I think for myself, I won't say everybody, but I think for myself and a lot of people, it's just, uh, it's a daily reminder to give up that pride and that control and just give it to God and humble yourself. And, you know, we ask him about take away our fears, do this, do that for us. But as long as for my application, it was just to humble myself and remember that daily. Don't ever, mm. don't ever get complacent and think, think it's just take it for granted, I guess. I have to physically, mentally keep that at the forefront of my brain as I go through my day, just mm. to humble myself and give him control. Mm. That's so good. That's really good, Johnny. Cool. Well, would you mind praying us out on this one? No, that's fine, Brandon. So, Father, we just want to thank you first for everything that you've given us and for this wonderful opportunity for a relationship that we as your children can have with you through your son Jesus and all that he did for us. And, Lord, we ask that your spirit lives within us and allow us to humble ourselves and come before you knowing that we need you, uh, not just when we we get saved and not just when we have uh, times of trouble, but every day, every minute, every second, just help us live under your hand and also help us realize that this is not oppression. This is not a heavy yoke of some fake religious duty, but it's a wonderful, beautiful relationship. And with that, with that strong hand that you have upon us, Lord, we can live a life of wonder and freedom and peace and be carefree as we relate to you and to others in our lives here on this earth, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for everything. Amen. Amen. Right on. So I want to mention as we're uh, getting into the the first part of this year here, we're mid-January. If you've never done it before, look it up. We got the bro treat coming up uh, end of February, February 25th through 27th. Uh, early bird specials are going to be out on uh, through January 31st, I believe. Sweet. That's so so cool. hit it up. We'll be posting that on our Facebook page. So if you'd like to know, look up uh, ACF Forge Men's Ministry. We're going to have links to that on the Facebook page. Yeah, and then uh, whatever platform you listen to this on, whether it's iTunes, Google, iHeartRadio, any one of those, uh, go on there and give us a, a five-star rating. That just kind of helps us keep doing, keep pushing this uh, this podcast out. And I think the most important thing you can do with this is share the podcast. There's somebody out there that I'm sure you know that can definitely be using this uh, aside from yourself. So share the podcast and push that out there. All right, man. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks, Johnny.